Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The second to last day of training camp has wrapped up here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus here in Berea. Unfortunately, a rainy day that forced practice indoors. You'll hear from a group of five players and coaches as they spoke to the media before an indoor practice during this rainy day here in Berea. Today, you'll hear from quarterback Deshaun Watson, corner MJ Emerson, defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson, offensive tackle Jedrick Wills, and, of course, head coach Kevin Stefanski. First up, we'll go with the players. Today it was quarterback Deshaun Watson who talked about how comfortable he feels in this offense and how he feels he played against the Eagles in joint practices. Deshaun, Kevin told us that you will be playing some in Kansas City, so how do you feel about getting out there and getting your feet wet again a little bit? Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get out there with the guys to kind of get – my routine going, uh, the prep up for the season, and just go out there and compete. That's the ultimate goal is to compete and go out there and try to, you know, help the team in whatever I can do to have, you know, successful drives and pit points on the board. What do you think is the most important thing you and the offense have got done these last couple weeks from Washington to Philly into this week? Uh, I think the biggest thing is just keep adding on. Keep taking a step each and every day because uh, we know we're not all the way there yet, um, and we shouldn't be. You know, there's a lot of – you know, different small details of the offense that we want to continue to work on with different looks, uh, especially with a good Philly defense and a good um, Washington defense. And then, you know, with our own defense. So we're seeing three different schemes. Um, and if you want to include the Jets early on. So three four, three or four different schemes that is going to help us out. And that's, uh, you know, that's the beauty of it. Can talk to Kevin about, like, what he see from first year he always says just clean operation and that's kind of bad so beyond the clean operation what are you as you go into this in these 2025 snaps aiming to get out of them and accomplish uh i mean that's the biggest thing you know not going out there and doing too much um just real smooth clean like like kevin said i mean ultimately that's the biggest goal if you can do that and just go out there and be sharp and then execute the game plan and, and just follow your reads and follow your footwork, then, you know, everything else is going to take care of itself. So not even just for the preseason games, but for the regular season games. That's what you want to go into each and every week with the clean, smooth operation. And if you can do that, everything else is going to take care of itself. Deshaun, when you went back and looked at the film from the two days of Philly, what, kind of, what was your kind of self-assessment of, of your performance? What was sort of your takeaways of what you saw when you, you kind of watched what you did on the field? Uh, it was great as a whole. I mean, it was Super Bowl runner-ups, the NFC champs. I mean, there, there wasn't a, a team out there, you know, or a guy out there that wasn't playing, you know, in that Super Bowl last year for them. So, um, you know, it was a great work for, for myself. It was a great work for the team. We went back and forth. We competed well. We took care of one another. And, uh, you know, we focused on that. And, um, you know, you got to give props to Philly and their staff for, you know, being on the same page with Kevin and us. And it was a great, you know, two or three days for us. You spent a lot of time trying to form chemistry with the guys who are going to be out there with you. What do you make of it when you see a guy like Watkins just walking in here and making plays with guys he's never known before? Uh, I mean, it's great to see it. I mean, he's hungry for his opportunity. 
Um, you know, he, he's came in, he's learned from all the other receivers, Coop, Elijah, DPJ. Um, he's been a great addition. He's been a great teammate, great person. So everyone like him, especially in that receiver room. You see everyone hanging out with him. Uh, then as an offense, he's always hanging out, saying what's up to everyone. So uh, he's been a great addition to this team. And, um, you know, we got to keep rolling. And he's going to continue to just keep growing and get better. Sean, you said that uh, you know, you're not quite where you want to be yet, and you shouldn't be at this point. So my question is, how, mu how much longer will it take it to do that? And so when do you think this offense will be like 100% where you want to be for? Uh, I feel like this offense, we, I mean, it's hard to say that you would be 100% in the NFL, you know, because every week is evolving. You got to add new pieces, new wrinkles, go against a new defense of scheme. You know, there's ups and downs. So, you know, I, I'm not going to sit up here and, and tell you guys, give you a timeline where we'll be 100. I'm not sure where this offense will be 100. I'm not sure if any team in the NFL will actually be 100% and clicking, because if you're doing that, then you should be undefeated. You know, so that's how I see it. There's always room to improve. There's always room to get better each and every week and starting fresh. And uh, that's the mentality that we got to have is just keep trying to get better each and every day. When you did that interview during the game the other night, you talked about taking some of the wear and tear off of Nick. Um, do you feel like now with more kind of the onus on you, do you feel like you have ownership of this offense now? Uh, most definitely, you know, AVP and, and Kevin gave me the keys, um, and they're letting me control a lot of a lot of things that we do on the field, um, along with them, you know, play calling in the headset and being able to see things that I can check out too. So, but uh, you know, that that comes over time. Me understanding this offense, understanding what they want to do and what schemes that we want to do in the run game and the passing game, and then uh, you know, just being able to build that trust and build that, that ownership of taking control of, of the offense and being on the field and being that coach and, and player at the same time. So, you know, all that stuff is just keep stacking and building that trust. And uh, we have another opportunity this weekend to continue to build that. If you end up playing 20 snaps in, in Kansas City, that would be about 30 for you in the two preseason games. Is that more or less the same of what you did in Houston? Um, it's about the same. It actually might be more than Houston. If, if I'm really thinking, in Houston, I probably played one game, maybe a drive, maybe two drives. But I didn't really play too much preseason in Houston. Hey, Deshaun, last year was your first taste of the AFC North. I think you played all three opponents. Um, what were your initial thoughts about the uh, It's good. I mean, it's a tough to fit. Ooh, this is off balance a little bit. Uh, it's a tough division. And, um, you know, you got three teams, including us, if you want to say four teams that, that – have a lot of talent. It's very coach hard. It's very tough, physical, um, and you got to go out there and make plays. And the mental errors and the small things that you know you can kind of let up in certain you know certain games, you can't do that in this division. So it's very very tight, and we want to go out there and try to you know go win it. There are three elite quarterbacks, and obviously another rising one. Um, does that drive you when you have guys in your division that are in the No, I mean not not so much. I. I'm self-driven. You know, I, I want to be the best I can be for Deshaun Watson. I can't get caught up in, you know, the other guys and seeing what they're doing. And all of them are elite. You know, if you're a starting quarterback in this league, you're you're pretty pretty elite. You know, this is a hard business. This is a hard job to have. And, you know, it's only 32 spots. So 
um, out of the whole world. So, I mean, I feel like everyone is elite, and, you know, I got to be self-driven to be the best Deshaun Watson I can be for this team and, um, you know, for myself. Deshaun, can you talk about um, Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I'm sure you guys are probably pretty good friends, uh, same draft class and all that kind of stuff. What makes Patrick so special? And I know you've talked about uh, how, you know, people here really haven't seen anything of you yet that you can do so many of the same kinds of things that Patrick does. What are those things? Yeah, I mean, just the playmaking skills, the leadership, the work ethic. I mean, you, you've seen it all. I mean, he, I mean he, he wins two Super Bowls for a reason. He could have won three or four of them, you know, and, it, and it's just special. And, you know, with the staff that they have over there and the guy that he's been, you know, with Andy Reid coaching Patrick Mahomes, that's a pretty good combination to have, you know, and he's been taking that team, taking the organization to higher and higher heights. And, um, I mean, he's doing a hell of a job, and you got to give him credit. You got to none but salute to him um, and what he's been doing and what he's going to continue to do. And, you know, he just make everyone else around him better. So, um, you know, he's definitely the standard for the NFL, and we just got to continue to just, you know, keep building it up, especially being in the 2017 draft class, you know, together. Uh, I think he was the 10th pick, I was the 12th. So, you know, both of us have a lot to prove and we want to continue to just show that, you know, we wanted to top us two classes that, you know, been drafted. So that's the plan. Do you watch some of his film? I know he might watch some of your film too, but I mean, do you guys trade thoughts or ideas or, you know, do you really look at Patrick's games a lot and think, you know, I, I'm going to do some of that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, it's not so much of, hey, I want to do that stuff or kind of do that stuff. It's just mostly just kind of like I watch all the quarterbacks, not just Patrick, not just Lamar, not just Joe, but, you know, the young guys, the the guys, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins. I mean, I watch everyone. I just like watching football and what quarterbacks doing because everyone is special. Like I said before, it's elite to be one of the 32 quarterbacks in this league and it's special and uh, you got to have some type of talent regardless of what other people are saying so I watch everyone and of course Pat you know you see him playing the big time game so you just kind of naturally just watch him and watch his game um, but for me I, I like to watch everyone and whatever I can do to learn from everyone so you know when I see him when we talk you know we chop it up a little bit and, and learn from each other and just you know check on each other but uh, you know, me and Pat relationship go all the way back from early on in college training in California. So, you know, we've always had a long relationship and want to be in this position. So when you talk about being three times against Washington, if my memory serves me correctly, it's preseason. How do you weigh the, the risk-reward of that, or is that something you need to do in the preseason to get yourself ready for regular season? No, I, I can't go out there. When I step on the football field, I don't, I don't think about – if I should run or not should run just because it's preseason. You know, when you're out there, you're competing. You know, everyone's competing for a job. Everyone's competing to be successful. So when I'm out there, I just let my instincts take over. And I'm not trying to, you know, win the Super Bowl. But at the same time, like, I want to go out there and compete and be successful for the team. So when you talk about being self-motivated, do you pay attention to how people have you ranked before the preseason? And if you're not included in the same top-tier discussion as Pat, Josh, and Joe and those guys? Not at all. I mean, I, I stay focused on what I got to do and control what I can control. You know, the, the rankings, is all, there's always a rankings each and every year. So at the end of the day, uh, you can't focus on that because there's always, that, that ranking is always changing. And uh, for me, I mean, I missed two years of football. So, I mean, I shouldn't be in those rankings, to be honest, if you're asking me. You know, I haven't played ball. I haven't played enough football the last few years to even be up there. So, you know, I got to go out there and prove and, and show what I got to do and, uh, to get back in those conversations. But for me, I just lock in on what I need to lock in on 
and just focus on my tasks and you know everything else to take care of itself. This has been a Two long, more here. long training camp calendar wise because of the extra game and all. Does it first does it feel like it's been long to you? And how do you think it's been managed with all these road trips you guys have been on? Um I mean I haven't really felt too long. I just kinda once you get in training camp as a player, you kinda just day to day. Uh, you take it one day at a time, you don't look forward, you don't look backwards, you just focus on where you at and where your feet is on that day. And I think um, for us, I think being able to go on a road to Greenbrier and Philly has been awesome to build the team, the, the team bonding, to kind of get to know everyone and just, you know, test us mentally. Um, you know, not being comfortable sitting in, in our homes and, and now in our you know facility, being able to go somewhere different and be able to manage and still put in the same work. So it's been good. Deshaun, a lot was made of um, that day two in Philly. You know, a lot was written and said. You threw a couple picks in that practice. And I, on social media, you took a lot of heat for that practice. What do you make of that? And I saw you kind of reacted to, you know, someone's post of your stats and stuff like that. So, you know, what do you think of, you know, the heavy criticism that you're getting and the scrutiny that you're getting even over practice? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't get too involved in it. I mean, the, the response on there wasn't about the stats or anything like that. It's about knowing the situations, you know, and some of the situations, the media, you guys, no offense, but you guys just don't know what we're working on. You know, not every period is just a, hey, go out there and compete. It's open field. Some periods is it's third and fourth down, so we got to take our chances. Some period is the end of game situation. Some period is one-on-one. -on -one. So on both sides, not just me and, and being on the offense, but on the defense, you got to you gotta give them credit too because a lot of times they don't usually have safety help over top as a corner, and sometimes they don't because it depends on what we're working on. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really get caught up in that. That's the only reason why I responded. It was nothing towards Philly or anybody in the media. It was just like, you know, just understand the situation of what we're working on when you have joint practices. Um, and then, um, you know, with the criticism and stuff like that, like I said before, I, I, don't, I don't get involved in that. Um, you know, I guess you must be, you know, pretty good if you're having some type of criticism. So uh, you always got to have those. You know, those talks and negativities to keep you motivated, keep you pushing forward, and uh, keep trying to be better. So that's the biggest thing for me. Hey, was there at least Last a, one. Was there a little piece of you that wished Lamar left the division? <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I mean, I, I don't I don't even know how to respond to that. You know, I just, it, it's going to make the games against Baltimore even more fun and uh, competitive. You know, I played against him in, when he was in Louisville. So that was a fun match. Um, I know everyone saw that. So we want to continue to just do that and, and compete and, uh, and try to, you know, win for our organizations. Thank you. Thank you. Up next, corner MJ Emerson talked about how excited he is to watch this defensive line play and where he feels he has improved the most from year one to year two. Fire away when you're ready. I bet. How did you uh, feel when you kind of went back and looked at the two days in Philly? How did you kind of self-assess your performance individually and and as a defense against that that offense? Uh, I'll start with my performance. I would say I did pretty solid. Some plays that I gave up that I shouldn't have um, gave up just because I was you know tired or whatnot. You know, just got to fight through that. You know, when you're tired, well, when you think you're tired anyway, just always you know just push harder. So um, I would say that. Just you know, just working when you you know when you're pretty much tired. But as a defense, I feel like we got after those guys. You know, uh, couldn't touch quarterback obviously, but I feel like if it was like full speed and we could sack them, we would have a lot of sacks. You know, and a lot of uh, and we was close in coverage like the most of the time. So I mean, I'm excited where this defense is right now. 
to see you in those practices. I mean, it seemed like you especially embraced matching up with like Dallas Goddard. Like how much, I know we've asked you about your physicality, but how much do you like going against those bigger pass catchers and, and kind of getting to show what you can do? Uh, they're bigger, so, you know, uh, I'm a big guy. You know, those type of guys, you know, they thrive on using their physicality to beat, you know, cornerbacks or whatnot. And I feel like, you know, my size and my ability, it just gives me like, you know, advantage on those type of guys. So I like to sit on them and just be really aggressive and uh, play their game. So. It was fun, though. Do you feel this uh, camp is kind of dragged? It's been kind of long with the travel and all. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Um, I wouldn't say drag, you know, because this is part of the process. Every day I just come in and try to be the same person every day, you know, and, um, and just put my best foot forward and just work and just be the same guy for my teammates, for my coaches. So I just look at it like that, you know, just another opportunity to get better. You talk about the would-be sacks in Philly. When you guys watch film of any of the practices, like, what goes through your mind when you see what the defensive lines do? Oh, man, um, just those 15 snaps I got against uh, the commanders, Washington, I was just like, because I talked to Denzel and Greg, they, they they didn't get experience, they didn't get to experience that. So I'm like, the rush the rush and the coverage, it works perfect. You know, um, when we tie the coverage, they get sacked, you know, and when they win off the line, you know, we get interceptions. So I'm excited about that. I ain't gonna lie. Just being close to coverage playing, man, I'm, I'm very excited yeah, about would that. Would you like the Mahomes to play in this preseason game? We picked him off a couple times. Oh man, Mahomes, great player, you know, one of the best doing it, you know, year in and year out. I'm excited to see, uh, you know, that's a great testament to our defense, just to line up against one of those powerful offenses and see what, you know, what we do. So I'm excited about that, you know, to play against a great quarterback. And, and, it seems like you have really picked up your game in your second year and the lights have really kind of come on, the game has slowed down a little bit. Can mm -hmm. you just talk about how much better you feel as a player this year right now? Just preparation, honestly, you know, um, practice, you know, and just taking reps and just getting better day by day. Uh, that's what I'll, I'll just give it, you know, to practice and coach and film and those things, you know, and just take it out on the field and just doing my job. That's why I would say the game slowed down. You, you played well. You played well last year. What do you think you've improved most between last year and now? Just um, dissecting the plays and just, you know, knowing what's going to happen before it happened or knowing what my help is and just dominating my leverage, little things like that, you know, that's where you take your game to the next level, you know, just being real technical. When you say the, the rush is working with the coverage, is that mostly you guys are playing single cover, man coverage more? Is that yeah, it's a lot of single coverage, um, some zero in there. It's a little bit of everything, honestly. So we're going to throw a lot, you know, at opposing quarterbacks, and, and we're just going to, you know, disguise a lot and just send it, you know, and just be close in coverage. So. You know, just best man win on the outside. You know, we, we're going to have our matchups and just going to have to do our job all day. So you're not having to mirror for long time with the rush being what it is. is that yeah, I will say, yeah, because sometimes we might that. So you only saw snippets of Deshaun last year, just like Yeah, Ryan. just. How different is that guy this year? I mean, he just focused. You know, he get to focus on ball, you know, with everything behind him and just going into the season. You know, last year he wasn't with us. Um, he had to leave, obviously, for like, I think, 11 weeks. So it's just great to have him here every day with the team. And he's just working and getting better with us. And that's just building that team camaraderie and just building that chemistry with those receivers in the O-line. So, you know, we, we're looking forward to what he's going to do. That, uh, a couple more. With your size, can you play some safety? And, you know, with the three mm -hmm. safety looks, might you be one of the three safeties at times? I can play safety, honestly. Uh, whatever, you know, they ask me to do uh, upstairs, the coaches, whatever, they see the vision, I'm just going to, you know, put my best foot forward and just try it. Honestly, I played safety in high school, um, I want to say my sophomore and my, and my uh, senior year, so I'm very familiar with that position. Is there anything Jim Schwartz could draw up that would 
truly blow you away that would surprise you? Or is it pretty much, I mean, you kind of come in saying, expect anything out of him when it comes to what, what he can do with the uh, scheme? Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's a, it's a thinking game, honestly, guessing game. When you come to defense, you know, just you want to fool the offensive coordinator and try to make everything look the same. So, um, I mean, whatever he calls, we're going to run it to the best of our ability. So, so. Okay. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. No problem. Already. Yeah, I don't know. It might fall. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson addressed the media on Wednesday. He talked about how good the defensive line rotation can be and how fun it will be to play with Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith. So Dalvin, Shelby's now been here a little bit longer, still you know, ramping up. What's it been like kind of getting to know him and, and playing alongside him in this defense? Shelby, one of the funniest people I've ever met. <laughs> but it's been good. He's been picking up the defense well, and um, just – he just blended in with all the guys as soon as he got here. And a uh, great guy, great player. And I uh, feel like we're building some good chemistry already so far. What's his sense of humor like? <sighs> Everywhere. I, <don't> <laughs> I feel like he just, uh, he got a lot of dad jokes too. Yeah, so uh, that was shocking for me. But, you know, he's been in the league. This is his 10th season, if I'm not mistaken. But he got some good jokes and stuff. And uh, he brings some good energy to the D-line room too. How have you seen the younger D tackles grow over, you know, over the course of the last four weeks or so? Oh yeah, they've been working uh, day in and day out, and uh, like uh, Siaki, his explosion off the ball now, compared to when he first got here, is crazy. And um, his technique with his hands and converting the pass rush and play action pass, and like Jordan and other guys as well, just super explosive. Uh, and just uh, Tommy, like his quickness off the ball, I think he's probably one of the quickest ones out of all of us. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just those guys that keep coming out here every day to work and just continue to grow. Is the fact that this defense has kind of made some splash plays, even through the depth mm-hmm. in preseason games and practice, is that something that makes you think that, yeah, this is what the regular season is going to look like? Is that energy? Oh, there? yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just because we have the old guys chin on the younger guys, when everybody makes plays, everybody's excited. There's no uh, selfish guys on the team, and everybody's selfless. And uh, just like you've been seeing in the preseason, that's the excitement. Uh, we, we have to carry that over to the season. Is it a glimpse of maybe what you guys think Jim Schwartz is going to be able to do in like tenfold this year? Uh, that's the game plan. <laughs> How much does it help you? I mean, we've, we've seen it in the preseason, but I'm sure we'll see it pretty much. You guys kind of those line changes, like mm-hmm. drives. Oh, how, yeah. How much does that help you as a, one of the starters to kind of get that, that rest? Or I feel like it's great because uh, we, we're fresh. Everybody's fresh. Everybody's coming to play on the same exact level as the starters and the second guys rotating in, the young guys who's just got here this year. And, um, yeah, just 
it makes you that more more excited because in the fourth quarter you're not going to be fatigued by playing like 60 something plays already and the team might be going fastball or something we always find a way to rotate and everybody's fresh uh, Andy Reid said that the Kansas City Stars might play a little bit in this game. Too. Mm -hmm. So even though it's just a preseason game, it's still kind of exciting to think about up against Patrick for a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I remember uh, my first year in Minnesota, we played against him, and the starters played the same thing. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback, and we always love a challenge up front. So, you know, we're trying to get to him and affect him throughout the time he is in the game. And um, just to go against players, the starters and stuff, is always exciting to get you ready for almost like a real game day. To go back to those joint practices against the Eagles, obviously another mm -hmm. Super Bowl caliber team with a really mobile quarterback. Like, what what do you think you guys learned from those couple of practices? Um, just uh, I feel like one of the biggest things is that uh, coming back the next day and making adjustments and things like that. Uh, just if you had success the first day, you have to make sure you carry it over and being consistent is the key. And um, if you had a big play, you got to make sure you. You have to kind of drop it a little bit and get ready to, for the next play. I have that energy carried over to the next play just so you can be prepared for in-game situations like, uh, you know, a snap of a finger. Something could go different in the game, and you have to be able to say, react to it. What's the biggest thing you feel like you guys need to see Saturday that, to kind of come out of that feeling like, okay, we're where we, we're, we're where we need to be going into getting ready for the regular season? Uh, I feel like... Uh, what we're targeting to go see is uh, for just us up front is just consistency, uh, getting off the ball, making plays, and uh, just not splash plays, making more of a wave of a tsunami, and just keep going and just keep just keep getting better and just keep building with the energy on the D-line D and just passing that energy back to the DBs and everything. With guys on the front that can maybe move around a little bit like Darius Smith, but what, what does that kind of versatility provide to the defense and to, to mm -hmm. you and your game? Uh, it's uh, it's crazy because uh, you know me and Z played together last year, and um, I got to rush off the edge too. You know, big boy like the uh, offensive tackles and like big guys out there. So um, it was super fun, and um, it just makes the game that more exciting because we could show a lot of different looks that people probably aren't expecting. And um, you know, Zadarius is a guy who could play; he could play anywhere. He's just that athletic, and um, yeah, I'd be messing with him like he's gonna. I'm gonna move him down to a nose, and I'm going to end the whole series or something like that just to make him mad. But um, yeah, it's just it's super crazy, and uh, the game planning is going to be super exciting for the upcoming season with that. I know when we talked to Shelby in Philly, he mentioned like coming into this D line with the guys you have, plus like playing in the Jim Schwartz team. I think he said it was like a dream come true. Yeah. Like, to hear a guy say that number one when he's coming into the unit that you're on, what goes through your head? And do you think that's a fair way to describe a Jim Schwartz uh, D yeah, line? Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. Just because uh, as a big guy, you know, you come into a room and. Everybody's accepting, everybody's uh, caring for the next guy. And then as a big guy, you get to make plays in this defense. You don't have to just hold up blocks the whole time. You could go get some TFLs, get some QB hits, some sacks and stuff like that. And it's built for us to be more productive up front. So uh, I, I feel like that's something you pray for your whole football career since you was a kid playing D-line. So. Jason Kelsey was talking in Philly about you guys, and he talked about just the intelligence, you know, that – is required to play in up front in, in in a Jim Schwartz defense. Can you kind of expound on? I mean, this is a guy you know you're facing. Is yeah. Can you kind of expound on that? And because it seemed like it would be mm -hmm. like keep it simple, you know, kind of a keep it simple uh, system. But in, it's it's quite. It sounds like there's almost a complexity to it as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. This is. I guess it comes off as super simple, but. Uh, just like uh, Kelsey had said, it's, it's, it could be very complex at times. We can switch up a lot of different things and 
we, Coach Schwartz do a good job of making the simple things complicated for the offense. And um, just the, the plays we can run and the schemes and like the players we have is, I feel like they, you don't get players like this all the time up front. And um, just the different plays we can just run and the stunts and stuff like that can be super complex for the offensive line because you can't always pick it up. Played with Sedarius obviously mm-hmm. before, but like when you see him and Miles paired up out there, are there any moments when you're out there too that you're like, oh wow, or whatever? Like this is it's showing like just a glimpse of what they yeah. could be together. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Uh, especially when Obo comes in too, and I got those three guys. I'm just like, I might actually get a one on one, and I don't got to worry about the double team because you have to respect all three of them, and they and all three of their pass rushes is crazy. I'm still trying to learn some stuff from them, and um, yeah, when I'm out there with those guys, it's just like you know what. This is something special, and uh, I can't wait to week one. <laughs> Dan, how's the last one? Right. When, you're, when you guys are in there watching the film, mm-hmm. these practices, does Miles ever do anything that surprises you? Oh, yeah, Miles is uh, like it. Miles will pretty much take the young guys and stand up in the front of the room just to explain a simple detail for them, just to improve their pass rush to a whole new level. And uh, yeah, Miles is just, he's super, uh, he's been. Energetic ever since I got here, giving good energy and just like the way he's been leading the young guys, like the DNs and stuff like that, is just he's actually teaching them on new levels and even teaching me some stuff. Like, cause he's looking at things from a whole different point of view, and I feel like in our room we can all learn from each other, and that's the biggest thing. Final player today, offensive tackle Jedrick Wills, who talked about the importance of playing against the Eagles and Chiefs in back-to-back weeks and the experience he can gain from going against the talent on those defensive lines. Jed, just final week of camp. We know the starters are going to play some in, in Kansas City. How do you guys feel about getting out there and doing the dress rehearsal? Uh, uh, it should be fun. I mean, we're going to play as long as coach allows us to. Um, I guess it's defending Super Bowl champion, so it'll be good to go out there, you know, put our skills to the test before the season officially starts. So. How important do you think like these two weeks are going against two Super Bowl teams basically back to back in the preseason here? Um, it's great work, and it kind of gives us a feel where we're at going into the season. Um, but like I said, it's great work going against those guys and the coaches and everything like that. Just kind of put our skills to the test a little bit. The addition on the defensive line and some of these guys, what has that done for you to be able to go against the talent that they've been able to bring in? It's done a lot. It's helped us groove each other. Um, it's helped them groove me especially. Um, and it's going to add to us a lot to the season to have that depth and those type of players for us on the other side that can uh, impact the game. Is there a part of your game that you feel like maybe has been more honed because of some of the different kinds of talent and versatility brought in here? Um, I wouldn't say home, but we've been focusing a lot more on pass pro, you know, just to kind of help out Deshaun and things like that. So just kind of grooving those techniques a little bit. How do you think it's going with the timing of Deshaun being a scrambling quarterback? Just you guys getting used to him and getting used to you. I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely an adjustment, um, but in the long run, it's helpful, especially when he can make plays like that with his feet. So just knowing that there's a forever clock in the back of your head just to kind of let him run around and make plays. Jed, what does it mean to you? I mean, this line, you guys have been together now for so long. How has that helped you, and how does it help all the other guys? Uh, it just helped us build um, and continue to build and, you know, kind of create that trust between each other, that comfortability between one another, and, I mean, just get good with the guy next to you and along the, along the whole line. So. Uh, really just preparing for the Chiefs right now, but also looking forward to September 10th when we play at home for the first game. Um, but just, just making sure that we're – getting there each and every day and preparing for, you know, the the big goal, which is the season.
What's the biggest thing you think you've learned over the last year about blocking for Deshaun, besides like the obvious of having to stay alive Just for longer? That he never stops and that there's always, a, even if the play breaks down, there's always an opportunity to for him to make a play. So. How has going against Miles every day helped you? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's helped me a lot. When I go against other people, it's just crazy how much the game slows down. But going against him as a whole, that's a challenge. And I, I hope, I pray for everybody else he has to go against. <laughs> Does yeah. he ever do anything that surprises you still? Still, yeah. I mean, there'll be certain positions like where you think you have him in a block and he'll just completely move his body in a way that he should not be able to move. So you never, you never get used to that. You, know? you probably don't win every rep against everybody. But when he beats you three out of four, does it take some a different kind of processing there in yourself? I mean, yeah, but you have to look at the good things you do. Like, there's always a reason why he'll win. Um, but, I mean, he's just good at what he does. But you just kind of have to look at the things that I do well and what I can fix to kind of, you know, put myself in a better position to block him. And especially when I do win, I mean, you got to look at the things that I do well and, you know, just look at what he does too. So it, it's, it's a mental game that you kind of got to play with yourself a little bit. But, I mean, it's got to be good for you in the long term. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Finally, on the second-to-last day of training camp, we hear from head coach Kevin Stefanski, who addressed the media before a rainy day 16 of training camp here at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus. All right, fire away. Kevin, you all outside or inside? Outside. Hey, Kevin, Deshaun talked about taking ownership of the offense. How have you seen him do that? A uh, bunch of ways, I'd say, Scott. I mean, that starts back in April, and as we – install the offense and there's so much nuance to what we do offensively what everybody does in, in this nfl uh, so i think just understanding all the different elements of our run pass game protections uh, really just diving into it i think is the biggest thing you said part of that's building trust with you and abp um, is that something that continues to grow it should i mean that's any good relationship uh, builds trust as time goes on uh, but yeah he knows that we that he has the ultimate we he has the ultimate trust from us when he's standing there behind the, the center. We, we always talk about that's the best view in the house. So what he sees, we, we trust what he sees. Kevin, how would you assess the way the backup running back situation is right now? Yeah, I think it's great competition. Obviously, unfortunate with Jerome's injury. Uh, unfortunate for Jerome, but great opportunity for those other guys to get good reps out here at practice, getting great reps in the game. So I think it's a, a great competition in that entire room. I know we've asked you about Jerome many times, but give us an update, please, on, on his situation. I mean, no real update, uh, Jeff, other than to say he's progressing uh, with, his, with his injury. He spends a lot of time uh, in the meeting rooms and these walkthroughs getting good reps, but uh, he's progressing. Kevin, uh, MJ had such a fantastic rookie season. Um, just as he goes into year two here, where's the biggest area of growth and how much does that man-to-man -man philosophy that Jim Schwartz has brought to the defense, how, how much can that make him an even better player? Yeah, uh, you know, had a good rookie campaign uh, and needs to get better, like all, all those second-year players. So we're excited about his growth. He takes this game very seriously. He, he works at his craft. Just watch him and, and Coach Lynch and Denzel and Greg. I mean, they're constantly working. So uh, he'll keep coming along. As to the amount of, uh, you know, man you play, that, that's really – for the season, and we'll see how that all shakes out. But MJ's, I think, adept at playing man, zone, off, press, all of it. Do you guys need to see uh, Jakeem on offense in a game before you make your roster decisions? No. Kevin, will you, uh, will you take 
take Deshaun out of there after a series if Andy Reid takes his starters out of there after a series? No, we'll, we'll kind of stick to our plan. Mary Kay, I've, I've texted with Coach Reid. I kind of know what they're doing. I'll let him share that whenever he's sharing it. But we'll, we'll just do what, what we do or what we're planning. Hey, Coach, um, last week you guys held the ball for 39 minutes, 400 yards of total offense, but only 18 points. As a play caller, what are you trying to do this week? What have you been emphasizing in practice to look at yeah, I mean, the big thing obviously there is you got to finish. You got to finish drives in the red zone. Um, you you want to score points every time you touch the rock, and whether it takes one play or 10 plays, we don't really care. Uh, but we got to find a way to finish those drives. Is Walker and Taki Taki ready to see some action? Well, uh, I'm going to get through these practices, you know, in pads today, see how, how they're doing, but they're, they're both very close. Are you pretty confident that Jeff will be able to start the opener? And if not, do you feel really good about what you have behind him at tackle? I, I do feel confident, Mary Kay, and, and yeah, I, I like the guys that, are, that we're working in. As you know, it's uh, you're always working through injuries and you're getting new guys in there and getting guys with reps at different positions, but we're confident with the guys we have, yes. When you said you don't need to really see Jakeem on offense to make any determination, yeah. um, where where is he at right now as far as his return goes? And, and how much does the minimization with the rule change that the NFL is trying to you know, not take away, but they limit the premium that's placed on the, the return game. How does that, you know, factor into? Yeah, I think, well, to your first part of the question, Jakeem will get return kicks and punts in this game. So we'll, we'll get some live reps of him doing that. Uh, but, you know, we value the return game. I don't know that anybody understands how the new rule is going to affect the number of returns. I think it's way, way too early to say. I think we all kind of have our, our, our guesses on how that might go, uh, but we definitely value the return game. Yesterday, uh, Bubba was kind of video with Kate York on the side. Mm -hmm. A little unusual problem you've discovered. Bubba was videoing, yeah. you're saying? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, not unusual. We're always looking at things technically. Uh, we use a lot of different videos. Uh, with the kicking game and, and really with all of our guys. We, we, we videotaped some of these walkthroughs too. So. Has there been a mechanical issue discovered? <laughs> I think with all of our players, Tony, uh, when you say mechanical issues, it's just technique. I mean, it's fundamentals and techniques. So that's what we'll continue to work on. Kevin, when you uh, evaluate a young receiver like an Austin Watkins, how much does the ability to play special teams on game day factor in? Yeah, it's huge. Uh, I think those are the type of things, not just for Austin, but for all of our players, Mary Kay, as you start to talk about, you know, 53 and then game day rosters, uh, the more you can do, and specifically the more you can do on special teams really does have a huge impact on that for all of our players. With the cut down being so close, I mean, these practices and that this last preseason game, how important are they for you guys to see some of the guys that are on the yeah, Cam, I think it's like we've talked about. The, the evaluation is, is global. It, it takes everything into account, and, and certainly today's practice is a, bit, is a big part of that. Uh, the games are always a big part of it. Um, but but it, it, this evaluation goes all the way back to April as well, uh, from the second we got our guys in the building to all the things we've been doing throughout the spring and summer. Does Jalen Darden bring an element of speed that you would really like to try to see, you know, before you have to make some of these decisions? Or yeah, I think it's been unfortunate again that we've had an injury there. Tom, get in. Get out of here. Um, yeah, it's been unfortunate that Jalen's had that injury, which has limited uh, him. Um, but uh, we do know his play style. Obviously, we have saw it all last year. When you talk about Miles being in the backfield all the time, um, so how do you judge how Jed's doing 
when Miles is having that kind of success? Yeah, I mean, again, that's nothing new going against Miles for Jed. I think it's great, great work for him. Uh, you know, we, we judge all the, the work that we get. You know, it's not just the, the work that he gets versus Miles, but I mean, he's going up against an all pro caliber player every day, uh, which is what will only make him better. Kevin, when you go into this last preseason game, especially because there's four this year for you guys, are there a lot of unknowns on, on, on your 53-man roster, or, or do you go in with a pretty good idea of what it's going to look like? It's a little bit of both, Dan. I, I think it's 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 a great problem to have when, when you're talking about guys at the end of that roster where, you know, hey, we got four spots for these five guys or these six guys. I mean, that, that's the really tough decisions that have to be made. Uh, you know, Andrew and I spent a lot of time talking about those decisions. I trust him with, with all those decisions. Uh, I think we'll be well-informed, um, but but it doesn't make it any easier. Dalvin today kind of talked about playing, you know, alongside Miles, and there is sometimes a, the oboe in there, too, like that. He feels like one-on-one -on -one matchups are going to be easier. It just seems like that's been a big focus, like how you guys have kind of seen that come along when you throw those different combinations out there on the D-line. Yeah, I mean, that's part of, uh, you know, what makes a good pass rush is having multiple guys that you can throw at a, at a team uh, and line them up in all different areas. I, I think back to a bunch of teams over the years that they just line five guys up and they try to get your offense aligned into a 5-0 call and, you, and you're hoping that somebody's going to win or you're going to run a stunt and, and get a winner from it. So it, the, the more guys that can win one-on-ones, it obviously opens up your uh, your playbook. Kevin, follow-up still outside? <laughs> it sounds like we're going inside. They're making an announcement right now. <laughs> That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to the From the Podium podcast wherever you get your podcasts to find more episodes. Be sure to check out the Browns social media platforms, clevelandbrowns.com, the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash browns, and the Cleveland Browns mobile app for the latest news from the final day of training camp and the final preseason game Saturday against Kansas City. I'm Jason Gibbs. Thanks for listening to the Browns from the Podium podcast. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.